I think there are stages in our life where we become something a little different. Our interests change, and for most people, it's for the better. Everyone's timeline for these stages are different. This is the Hello 20s podcast. My name is Jan, and I'm your host. I'm a corporate professional during the day, a digital content creator by night, and really just a 20-something-year-old trying to navigate life while sprinkling a little knowledge and wisdom here and there. Let's face it, we don't have it all figured out, but we can learn a little from each other along the way, and I'm so glad you are tuning in on today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Hello 20s. I'm grateful you are here today to listen to this episode and happy you chose this episode to listen to. Whether you are commuting somewhere, maybe doing some chores, maybe you're bored or perhaps you're interested in the topic of self-development, whatever it is, I'm glad you're listening in. I wanted to talk about self-development, learning about yourself, and the process of it all. So I believe it was about four years ago, I was with a friend, and she just casually asked me, like, do you read self-development, self-help books? And I just gave her this WTF face, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Like, what on earth are self-development, self-help books? Like, what do I need help on? Is there something wrong with me? And (laughs) the answer to that is there's a little bit something wrong with everyone. But in all honesty, nothing has to be wrong with you to dive into self-development. You can be a good, secured person and still better yourself and still change and still grow. Second, I was just naive, honestly, and you know, I was at a point in my life where I was developing into the person that um, I was at that point which was age 19 and I felt like I had a good sense of identity so I was very sure of myself and what I wanted and I just thought those are the things I wanted for the rest of my life at the age of 19. So going back to my friend I like told her like no I don't and like in the back of my mind I was like who reads these type of books? Well fast forward a few years later me I do. And so at the age of 19 and 20, I had a good idea of who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted, and what I was going to do. It was also a time when I started to, you know, settle into a new routine of life and establish a good foundation of new friends and things were just going smoothly. This was after freshman year of college so i got through the whole change of adjusting to college and entering this new stage of life things were just going smoothly i knew what the next three years would be like for me so my identity was also secured i was very sure of myself getting comfortable with who i became and the environment and situation that i was in From the time we were born to let's say 18, we've experienced so much and all those experiences factor into our own character development and traits. Most of it are things we don't really get a full say in because we're still minors. When we start to be on our own, it's like, okay, what do I really like? What is it that I truly want? Who would I be if no one had a say into what I choose to do and who I choose to be? 
Those are really hard questions to answer on our own sometimes because majority of our life, we've had outside influences. These could be your family, friends, mentors, colleagues, and for some people, maybe their followers. Some influence may steer you towards one thing because of the power the people have over you and you just want to please. I believe there is like a certain degree to who we are that we stick to for the majority of our, of our life because those are our core values and beliefs. But I also believe that through different ages and stages in our life, we slowly change a bit, right? Not a lot of people stay the same for the rest of their life. Even if it's like the tiniest bit of change, um, it can seem like you're a whole new person to someone else. If you used to go out a lot and drink every weekend, but then you find no value in that anymore, so you replace those activities with new activities, people may say you're a brand new person. Going back to the whole self-development um, and getting to know yourself, I think there are stages in our life where we become something a little different. Our interests change and for most people it's for the better. Everyone's timeline for these stages are different. When you notice you're quote unquote changing, you're actually growing and getting a better understanding of who you are at that point in life. I say that point in life because we're never stagnant. Getting to know yourself is something we will always be doing for the rest of our life. We're constantly changing and so is our environment. So I think, you know, we're meant to always advance in life. Staying complacent, stagnant, and at a plateau can get boring and you will get bored. <laughs> the process of this is... Oh my gosh, it's quite a ride sometimes. You feel all kinds of emotions on the spectrum from confused, angry, frustrated, happy, joyful, impatient, hopeful, and even hopeless at times. So getting to know yourself is getting to know everything about yourself, mind, body, soul. When I think about the mind and the soul, I think about your personality, your values, and the way you see life around you, your habits, which can also tie into getting to know your body, um, your purpose, what makes you feel alive, excited for life, what triggers you, your boundaries, and starting to set those boundaries as well. Those are just some of the basic topics that I can think of right now when it comes to trying to understand yourself in terms of your mind and soul. I believe the process of self-development really just begins at awareness. Awareness of how you are feeling, are you happy with where you are at life or in life, your thoughts, your habits, your feelings, it all begins there. When you become aware of what it is that satisfies you and what does not satisfy you, that is when you start to work and make little changes here and there to improve yourself or keep doing what makes you feel good in a healthy way. Um, sometimes it doesn't even have to be the fact that you are not happy. Maybe you just want to learn and become an even better person or just become better at something. Whatever it is, it all begins with awareness. For those who aren't sure what is bothering them and can't seem to pinpoint where exactly they want to improve, they just know where they are is not where they want to be. I have a few advice for you to help you with this, to bring some awareness. I also believe that each of these advice are also steps that you can take to help with self-development. It's like part of self-development, but it also helps bring out awareness as well. So these are the tactics. The first one is honestly just 
journaling. <laughs> I'm a big advocator for journaling. You don't have to commit to it for the rest of your life, but just try it out. Jot down your day, your feelings for a period of time, perhaps a few weeks or months for those of you who are not used to journaling. You can write down all these things. If you make it a daily habit, you will slowly start to be conscious of your habits, your thoughts, and things that could be bothering you. I would also encourage you to go back and read them. It can be a little cringy sometimes, but growing and improving requires you to, you know, dig the dirt, get messy, and do things you don't necessarily would voluntarily do. Then you will start to see patterns and get a clear picture of certain things that may be bothering you and things that you want to improve on. Second, I encourage you to be alone with your thoughts. This could be very hard for some people to do, and I know that. Uh, the thought of being alone with your thoughts can be scary for some, but I feel like when you are finally alone, your mind is not being pulled in all different directions, and you, you will slowly start to focus on the thoughts that you are thinking, the feelings that you are feeling, and you're forced to confront them. Sometimes when we are in an environment that is overstimulating, it's hard to quiet down all those noise and you just, you know, it's hard and you can't hear your own thoughts. When you begin to hear your own thoughts, are they good thoughts or are they negative? The thoughts that we have in our head, although they may seem small and invisible, they tell a lot about yourself and play into the quality of life that you are living. So it's important to pay attention to that as well. The third thing is to just start reading books that teach you new skills, books about human thoughts and habits, books on personal finance, self-development books. Honestly, when you don't know where to start, just pick up a book and start reading. From these books, you, you know, start gaining insight ideas and you start to realize, oh yeah, maybe that is something I need to work on. When you read, you begin to reflect on other people's words. And I do have to say this only works when you have found a book that is fun to read and fits your style. If you're not a book reader, audiobooks, podcasts, they're all out there, but truly sit down and listen. Don't multitask or it's just passively going through your ears. I've gotten books where the concept of the book is good, but the way the author has written it just was so dry, so boring, that it was so hard to continue or even finish. But I think about two years ago, I picked up this book, You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, because it was just there, honestly, when I walked into the aisle. And I've heard people mentioning about the book, but I never really looked into it. This was the time when I told myself I wanted to read more. It was like six months after I bought the book that I finally picked it up and read it. It was such an easy and fun book to read because the way that Jen writes, there's humor and it's entertaining, but it's also informative. And so those are like the three things that I think makes these types of book like very successful and very easy to digest. It's, it's, a, it's really truly a book that I didn't know I needed until I read it. 
So that is one book you can try and read. Another one is what I'm currently reading right now. It's called Atomic Habits and it's almost the same situation as the other book. I saw a few people mentioning about it, um, saw it in the aisle when I was at the store. So I picked it up and started reading it. So it's by James Clare. He is also a very good writer where he like explains how habits form and how to change those habits effectively his writing style is also very easy to read it doesn't feel like i'm reading like a peer-reviewed scholarly article and it's fun um it's easy to digest which is awesome because you know trying to learn the science of changing our habits is is something and I don't want to read it like I'm reading papers in college so I like this book um, I remember a few years ago I developed this habit of sort of just like finishing other people's sentences and it took me a while to realize what I was doing and I thought to myself like what you like yawn why do you do that that is just so annoying you need to stop it so I tried breaking that habit and it was really hard sometimes but when you become aware of you know the habit when you consciously recognize you are about to do it, you are able to stop yourself. So I remember when I felt like I was about to, you know, finish someone's sentences, literally I was like in my mind, wait, stop, don't do it. And it definitely took practice, time and discipline to kill that habit. When it comes to getting to know who you are, it's not just you know, your personality and your interests. Getting to know yourself is getting to know your body as well. The older I get, the more I am aware of my feelings and how my body reacts when I have certain feelings emerging. I'm not going to say that I have anxiety, but I've been super anxious before. I think we've all experienced some sort of anxiety in our life. And I remember starting middle school, my first day of school, my body was shaking not enough that you can see like from five feet away but if you look closely at my hands they're kind of just like trembling and shaking and and then you know I had no appetite for a few days there was this pit in my stomach and I wasn't entirely sure why I felt that way looking back now though I know it's definitely some sort of anxiety that I felt at that time I haven't had that extreme case until last year and a little bit of this year when my body felt nauseous, I felt stress, overthinking, no appetite, and sometimes shortness of breath. I began to learn that this is how my body responds when I feel a little bit anxious about certain things and I have a good idea of what you know can make me cry (laughs) Um, as sad as that sounds but I think it's important crying is a good thing sometimes and also getting to know yourself it is allowing yourself to feel whatever you need to feel to cry if that is what you need to release any emotions after you are aware and have done some self-discovery you'll need to develop This comes in the form of changing habits and recognizing what are the things that you need to do from here on out. This is also, I think, the stage when you need to learn, learn from books, learn from others. For example, if you're the type of person who has negative thoughts about yourself, you start to learn how to flip those thoughts, right? You 
may start to learn some new affirmations to tell yourself when you are thinking those negative thoughts. If there is a skill or a talent that you want to enhance, you watch and learn from those who are professionals or have been in the game longer than you have. They have developed techniques that have helped them enhance their skills and talent. The next step is mastery, which is recognizing, understanding, and controlling. I feel like mastery is when you have done all the learning, you are aware, and now you're putting all that learning to the test. For the person who has negative perception of themselves or negative self-thoughts, this is the part where you are going to go on with your daily routine, your day-to-day you know, life, and when those thoughts pop up, you will need to be conscious of it, be aware of it. And once you are aware of it, and that is it's that it's <laughs> happening my tongue got twisted there you'll need to start flipping those thoughts no matter where you are when it comes up you start to flip when they start to come and this is really just practicing it and implementing it into your everyday life same with the skill and talent that you want to enhance you can learn from your videos and learn from pros all you want but it's never going to be successfully accomplished until you start to practice and implement it into your own day-to-day life you need to take action this is honestly the part where people either succeed or they give up you have gathered all that information and now you need to put it into action self-mastery with anything getting started may be hard but what's harder is just continuing there are going to be days when you feel like you got the hang of whatever it is that you're trying to improve on and then those old habits start kicking in. It's testing you. It's easy to give in. It's easy to give up. Even if you do give in once in a while, don't be too hard on yourself because then you'll be disappointed in yourself and you've come so far. It's okay to mess up once in a while. Like I said earlier, growth, self-development is not linear. So my conclusion to this episode that I want to emphasize is that this journey, this growth of yours is not linear so don't have that expectation or if you do have that expectation from the beginning you're just setting yourself up to feel disappointed and to feel like a failure there are going to be days when you feel like you're on top of the world like you have things figured out things under control and then something happens and you dip a little and that's okay I mean, if you take the stock market as an example, looking at it short term, it's always up and down, right? But when you zoom out and you see like the stock market in 5, 10, 20 years, it's actually an upward trend. I've been a little too interested in personal finance recently, so that is why we have that analogy. But for some people, self-development is, you know, constant thing that they are practicing every single day in their life. For others, it might be a phase once in a while, like a few years here and there when they hit a new stage in life. And that's okay. It's different for everyone. When and how long really varies from person to person. But overall, as you are growing, you are changing. As you are changing, you are learning to be more conscious of yourself. It takes work to get a good understanding of the person you are, the person you are becoming, and the person you want to be. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and I will talk to you guys in my next episode. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Hello 20s. Let's get connected and continue our conversation over on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The links are in the show notes, so you're only one click away. I hope to see you there, and I'll talk to you guys in my next episode.